Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome to Sports Beat After Hours. Can I get an amen? Amen. What about a talofa or an aloha? I am your host, Hemahe Muli Jr. And joining me as always, the local lovable Kanek himself, Zach Hicken. Aloha from the to the bountiful fifth ward. <laughs> Sounded Zach. more British than anything else. Sorry. I've butchered that we uh welcome to the podcast you feel a little more uplifted this weekend yes you can have a general conference to thank for that but also brother kanye west was like across the street from the studios yeah come listen to a prophet's voice it was over at the gateway utter chaos over there i was just gonna say all of salt lake was utter chaos this weekend that's true the entire the entire block was hot. It was hot. The block was hot. And uh, I didn't stick around for the Kanye thing. Um, you got kicked out because you had a camera. I, I did, yes. actually. Which was crazy because there's all a bunch of other cameras walking around recording stuff. And yeah. I'm the only one that got kicked out. You know what's funny? <laughs> I'm not going to point any fingers at management or anything, but I mean... Literally, everyone has a camera in their pocket. Right. Whenever they go out in public, and Hema was told, oh, yeah, you're not allowed to have cameras here without oh, written so consent. Stupid. And then- And there's hundreds, if not thousands of people recording on their phones, but when yes. you walk around with a news camera, you, that you apparently get you're not allowed to. to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was wild. A wild experience. But- um, Did you feel the spirit? I, I certainly did. Were you there while Kanye was- performing no i had just i got there when everyone had just been able to like go down okay so people were still kind of filing in gotcha and it was also like early enough where people were still kind of moving down toward the bowl if you don't know kanye west played like the secret show at the gateway of all places that place is dead 364 days of the year but the one day that it's packed because Kanye's there. I had just gotten there. People had just started settling. So they're still like filing down to the lower bowls. This, it was so packed. Like 
So Kanye played where the fountains are, if you know where the fountains are. People were like sitting around the fountain and even up the stairs. And then that landing at the top where there's like, you know, where like Urban Outfitters used to be and there's like a Thai place over there. Mm-hmm. Completely packed. So I couldn't even like move around freely. Jeez. It sucked. And so I just waited and I waited and Kanye still wasn't there. So I was like, yeah, screw this. I'm leaving because people were like bumping into me. And so I went back to the studio. But uh, a lot of my friends went and I, I got to see a lot of uh, um, video of the performance and stuff. Pretty, pretty cool. It looked lit. Yeah. So, so that happened, um, which is great because. Not a lot happened this week. Um, sports-wise. 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 Um, we, let's run through real quick. Um, you're putting me on the spot here. Let's let's run through real quick the glorious college football weekend that we had this week. Let's just, let's just go through all the notable plays and exciting news from all of our local college football teams this, this week. Uh, Utah State had an interception in the game against LSU. But surely the interception resulted in a touchdown. A uh, field goal. <laughs> it was seven to six at one point. What was the final score to that game? Forty-two to six. Oh so my thirty-five straight points scored by Utah State against future draft, future first-round draft pick Jordan Love. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's not a lot to learn from this game about Utah State. Number one, they're down Jalen Warren. That makes their offense one-dimensional and. When you're trying to throw it against one of the best athletically uh, defensive teams in the country, a blue chip program, a they're, blue chip program where they're ranked, they're the number five team in the country. They're loaded with five stars. Don't be surprised when you lose your best running back, your best wide receiver, and your best tight end that the team struggles. So they got whooped, and that was the only. FBS game that we had to cover this weekend. Um, our other team, though, the official second team of the Sports Beat After Hours podcast, they won. Stanford. Oh, yes, yes. That was a big weekend. <laughs> it was a big weekend. They beat Washington. Yeah. Of all people. Yeah. We um, beat Washington, baby. Local boy done good. Simi Fehoko. He scored his first touchdown um, in college. Uh, for Former Brighton Bengal, Simi Fehoko. Um, famously spurned BYU. If uh, all our Cougar fans out there are remembering, uh, um, most of most of those Utah boys are spurned BYU kids. There was one uh, at BYU. There was one Hamuli, Hamuli, Hamuli that got targeted for a pass. Um, yeah, um, Gay Reed got a got a uh, second sack. second most uh, tackles on the team. Six tackles. Wow. In a sack, so that was exciting. Um, but yeah, not a whole lot going on in the college football world. Luckily, this last week, we were able to be titillated by the Utah Jazz as they return to They're the court. Back, baby! They're back in the playoff groove. They smell like vape pens. <laughs> and Coronas. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the Jazz played their first preseason game yesterday, and again... Like I said with Utah State, didn't learn a lot about the Aggies from this game against LSU. Um, didn't learn a lot about the Jazz nah. from this game. They're playing an NBL team, uh, the Adelaide 36ers. Most of the starters sat out. Uh, yeah, sat Rudy, Donovan, and Mike Conley. 
So, so it was, it was hard to get a read on what's going on, but the, the positive that we could take away from it is, you know, Jeff Green saw substantial minutes. Um, who else? Uh, Davis, Davis, Tony Bradley yeah. actually looked really good. Um, Royce O'Neal. Yeah. Royce uh, had 12 points. He was plus 34. Um, and then the Joe Ingles was the leader on the court. Um, we saw Boyan sink a couple threes. Yeah, he had, he had a pair. Um, Jeff Green had a couple highlight reel dunks. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool. It was fun to get back over to the arena and um, just check out what's going on with the Jazz. And we'll be watching closely. Um, they got a pair of away games, preseason away games this week uh, at Milwaukee and at New Orleans. So um, they're going to see old Jazz man Derek Favors on Friday. Which will be exciting. Yeah. And... Uh... Who was the second team? New Orleans and Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Who, yeah. And they have um, Corver, right? Oh, they have Corver and. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess Kyle Corver kind of bounced around a little bit this offseason because he was like with yeah. Memphis and then. Well, he was going to retire, right? Then, or something yeah. Like that. I don't know. It was kind of a weird offseason, but it'll be fun to see him again. I wish that he and uh, Faves were making a trip to the Viv a little bit early yeah, in the season. Cool. But so it's the, so, all right. So both games so both jazz games are away. So so we got next week two jazz games that are away. Utah is away. BYU is away. And Utah State has a bye. Utah State has a bye. So, so got, guess what oh our attention turns to is the premier matchup in the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. Weaver State versus Southern Utah. Boom. Boom Rumb- baby. Rumble in the um I don't have a big good... sky. <laughs> it's the, let it uh, fly in the big sky. The uh, the Diddy in Cedar City. Or... I don't think it's down. In oh, Cedar is it in Ogden? It's in Ogden. It. Um, oh, but I don't know. Who cares? We're just gonna skip that because I can't think of anything clever. Um, <laughs> and that's it for college sports coming up. Um, yeah, that's kind of depressing. We're like in the midweek. The middle of like football season, high school football is like almost done. It's Two crazy. Weeks left. Um, fo- like football is kind of on the downward slope, and it's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, it's really weird. But um, like even NFL kind of sucked this week. Like, oh, it was terrible. no one did anything. The Chiefs game was awful. Yeah, and I was like fully expecting <laughs> the Chiefs to like do. I don't know. Like they did last week, like, you know, uh, hooking ladders and like no look passes, but nothing. Um, yeah. I mean, we didn't even have a lot of local guys do anything. They did nothing. Like, even Taysom Hill. Well, Taysom Hill was like the lone bright spot, as he is every week. I mean, yeah, he did a couple, but it wasn't like he didn't score. But, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. So... I don't know what's new with you, Hamlet. Because I just I'm sports out. We're yeah, we're kind of burnt out. Minutes in, and we're out of sports <laughs> topics to talk about. Like, do we want to break down Jaron Hall's game? Uh, I'm good. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Because like I'm going to go to BYU. Here's the thing. I just I'm I've been checked out this week. I'm going to be completely honest. I so you moved. I moved. That's insane. I moved on. Tuesday, okay. completely moved everything out of my house Tuesday. Wednesday, um, finished 
unpacking everything and then had to go clean my old house because we have renters that moved in on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And I also met with them on Wednesday night at like 10 o'clock to give them their key and stuff. So I was checked out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I came back and luckily it was a bye week for BYU in Utah. I had no idea what was even going on. I found out like Skyridge lost or beat Lone Peak and just like all this weird stuff happened yeah. and but like nothing happened at the same time because nothing's really going on and so I don't know. I'm still feel like I am like in the middle of the week because this is yeah technically only the third day I've worked this week, but it's my Friday. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kinda in this weird That's right weird limbo right now. Because we switched days off, so this is like a day longer week for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Eh, that's fine. I owe you a drink. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, so moving sucks. Now you got to like have all this installing hardware and like. Yeah, no, I was just complaining to, to you to. about that because, you know, we're putting in blinds now and we're putting in like new lighting kits and all that stuff. So that's what I get to look forward to for tomorrow. Dude, I moved into my house two years ago and I'm still like replacing fixtures and replacing like, yeah, uh, light switches and things like that. So it never ends. Yeah. Well, and the thing that kind of makes it hard too is my son is like 11 months old and he woke up Tuesday morning, the day we started moving with a cold. Oh my gosh. And that spread to me and my wife very quickly. Like within an hour, I started to feel very Mm. scratchy and I just need to tell all you guys who are listening, they're still listening. I'm going to tell you guys what the secret to curing a cold is, okay? There's this drink at Starbucks called the Medicine Ball. What? Yes, it's called the Medicine Ball. It is an off-menu item. Okay. It's steamed lemonade, peach tranquility tea, um, some sort of like mint tea with honey. Oh, that and actually sounds super sick, good. And when you get sick... This is the best thing you can have. It will knock your cold out. Wow. I 100% endorse this. Did you get one? Hashtag ad. I did. I <laughs> have drank one every single day. Wow. Um, I have been wearing Lululemon pants and drinking my Starbucks every single morning. And so <laughs> I'm basic. Yeah. So I'm basic when I'm sick. That's what I turn into is I turn into it's a hot girl fall. Right it's now. a hot girl fall already. But no, it's uh, it's not fun when your son is sick and you're moving and like you don't have a place to like put him down to nap. Oh, Thankfully, yeah. my mom like stepped into like watch him Tuesday. But man, I just we got to do some dad advice. Let's because do it. This kid is starting to scare me a little bit. Okay, okay. I'm kind of a little bit worried about the trajectory that my son is on because number one, when we go to our weekly worship services. Mm-hmm. On the Sabbath. Kanye West. Yes. He can't make it longer than 15 minutes without just losing it. Oh, jeez. And he'll just, he'll try crawling underneath pews and he'll scream and he'll get angry. And Does he vomit? He does vomit more oh often on Sundays <laughs> than any other day of the week. Like, he never pukes, like, Monday through Saturday. Right. Just on Sundays. Sunday he gets into church and he will puke all over my church clothes Hmm. or my wife's dress. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. Okay. Well, and then guess what? My son, he starts making this noise the other day. I don't like I'm just going to play it for you guys. This is the noise he starts making the other day. I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of concerned right now. 
Oh my gosh. So I don't know. Is that a, a grumpy almost toddler or play, play it again? Just play it one more time. Okay. This is this is concerning. Um Do we need to like play that backwards and give that hidden message? <laughs> is it something that would get stuck in like a Led Zeppelin album? Like does, the Stairway to Heaven? Does he like levitate also like in his bed? No. Uh, does his head spin around 360 degrees? Not yet. Okay. But I'm just getting worried that like maybe <laughs> we broke ground on like a haunted house. Or maybe our house is haunted. <laughs> He's uh, possessed. Well, I'm not going to go that far. Emma, that's my son you're talking about. No, I don't know. He's just, he's in a difficult stage right now. And like, it's just, it's, he's, he's either hilarious or yeah. he's doing that. And he just started making that noise this week. That's funny. And my wife and I, every single time he makes that noise, we just look at each other and we're like, where did that come from? Cause that is not earthly. That is not earthly. That's funny. It's terrifying. Just gotta get some holy water. Well, imagine we have a monitor in his room. Oh. And he's like, we put him down for bed. And if he wakes up, he gets really upset when he wakes up. Yeah. And he makes noises like that, like when he wakes up. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And, and those night vision settings on like those baby monitors, they make oh. your babies look like freaks. Oh, yeah. Like his eyes are glowing and he's yeah. like looking at the. And at like, the monitor, and he's, like, trying to, like, swipe at the, it. Also, like, the frame rate's not great. Yeah. So, like, they'll move, and, like, it'll skip some frames, and they'll just appear in, like, a corner. Yeah, like, and not thing. just that. Like, either that or there's, like, a lag behind them. <laughs> yeah. So there's, like, four of them. <laughs> oh, man. If I had four That's of this awesome. kid to deal with, that would be pretty crazy. I oh love him to goodness. death. He is, he is awesome, but. Yeah, I don't have four. This last week's been crazy. I don't have four little monsters to deal you with. You two. I only have two. Um, my son's kind of starting to mellow out so the he satanic built a rock wall for yeah him like that's got to destroy all his energy if he's just sort of climbing up it so i did build a rock wall it's pretty cool he likes to climb the rock wall to go to his top bunk and um i put like our movie love sack at the bottom of the rock wall so in case he falls <laughs> but dude has learned that the the movie love sack is like super super thick so now all he does is he'll, like, climb to the top of his bunk bed, and then he'll, like, be like, Dad, watch this. And then he'll, like, fall backwards, like, trust fall style onto the love <laughs> you sack. You should pull it out one time. Dude, I, I've told him. I was like, you got to be careful. Like, you might miss the love sack. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually did one time. He missed oh, the love sack. No. But that's not the thing I wanted to get to, actually. It's my second monster. Her name's Hazel. Um, she's starting to talk a lot more. She's two and a little bit. But the funny thing is, like... She started picking up, like, you'll notice this, too, once your son is a little older and you guys have, like, another kid. Your second kid seems to pick up speaking a lot faster because they're kids I feel like kids second kids pick up everything faster. Yeah. Is that weird? No, no. And I think it's because, like, Hend so I have Hendrix to teach her everything. Yeah. Well, she started saying, um, she started saying, just kidding, because my son Hendrix will be like, dad, you're poopy. Just kidding. You know, <laughs> he'll make jokes like that. And it's. Not funny. And, uh, no, but my daughter hilarious. starts saying, just kidding. Well, this other thing that my daughter would always say, because like, I think it's super important that your kids have like high self-esteem, you know, mm -hmm. like obviously be honest with them. But like every morning when I like put her clothes on, I'll be like, Hazel, you look so pretty. And she'll be like, thank you. You know? Well, anyways, my wife, uh, 
was coming down the stairs this morning and my daughter saw her for the first time this morning. So my daughter goes, mom, you look so pretty. And my mom's like, thank you, Hazel. And then Hazel goes, just kidding. <laughs> and I started busting up laughing and my wife did not look happy. And then she started busting up too. So it's just funny. Now she knows that you can, she can compliment you then say, just kidding. Wait until she and it's a burn. swear. Oh yeah. That's my, yeah. She, she'll learn pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. We should teach like, you should bring Hendrickson. We should teach him like oh, yo no. mama jokes. Yeah. That'll go over quite well. Yeah. With norms. No, I, I think that would go over great. With, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to bring in, we'll do a dad advice, all dad advice episode. Um, we'll bring in JJ's kids <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, we're going to see how much of a podcast we can record before the triad center burns down. <laughs> oh man. Our kids are great. So yeah, that's, that was a good session of dad advice. We'll have to do a lot more of that. Yeah. We probably will start starting, you know, in a couple of weeks. Um, we just need our kids to do more crazy stuff. Should we start provoking them? No. Why? My kids do it enough. I think. And your son, once he gets a little faster on those feet of his, he's going to be so doing So he's it not too. walking yet. Um, I'm not really concerned. Cause hey, I just even think, crawling, dude. I think he's just super lazy. I honestly think that he's just too lazy to, because I know he can. Cause, yeah. Like he, he's kind of a little bit needy. So like, I'll like walk with him and he'll like hold my fingers uh-huh. and then I'll like get him distracted by something and let go. Yeah. And he'll just be standing there. And then once he realizes I'm gone, mm-hmm. he just sits his butt down. I think, yeah, I think it's moving's hard. Like for kids, like dragging yourself around on the ground mm-hmm. is hard. So I think a, if you have a better way of doing it, meaning your parents pick you up and do it, they're gonna do that. Yeah. Or B, you know, I'm just gonna chill in one spot until I find something worth it to like crawl over to. And yeah. I think once he figures out B. Like part B, he's gonna be crawling all over the place. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, dope! This button turns off the TV." Yeah, he's gonna love that. Yeah, see, he, um, yeah, he crawls everywhere, and that's his new thing too. Is he loves to? So in our new house, um, our staircase like kind of oversees our living room, mm-hmm. and so he thinks it's hilarious to go crawl up the stairs and then like yell at people when they're down in oh, the living yeah. room. And then we also have like these rails that you can like climb, and so he's like trying to like climb oh, them. Oh no! I don't know. It's scary. He's getting way too mobile. I'm I'm nervous for when he's like 18 months old. Yeah. And he starts trying to climb that because yeah. if the kid gets over top and falls, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> I think. I don't like, know. Should I put like an electric fence type nah. thing on it? So like, just wait and see. And sh- shocked. This is what's exciting though. Is like you wait and see. Like, once he gets to the point where he could go further than, like, he knows is quote-unquote safe, Mm -hmm. then you'll find out, like, what his personality is going to be like. Yeah. Is he going to do it? Like, think, oh, this is worth it? Or is he going to, like, I don't know, and he gets back down? Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting. I just, I don't know. I don't know what babies realize what they can and can't do. Because he took a nosedive off the back of the couch the other day. I literally Mm. caught him an inch before he hit the ground. Nice. I was unpacking a box and like I put him on the couch with some books. He loves to, he loves to flip through books. Mm-hmm. That's like his favorite thing to do. And uh, he goes over top of the couch to see what I was doing, and he's leaning over the back of it, mm-hmm. and he starts climbing up it, and he keeps climbing, and I don't think that he can get over the top of it. And 
goes over the top and boom. And luckily I turned around right as he got up to the top mm-hmm. and I went over to, and I caught him right before he hit the ground. Nice. Craziest Good thing. Hands. Like that was dad like, reflexes. Yes. Dad it's a reflexes. real thing. Have you seen like the video that has like circulated on Twitter of like the baby that was like poking its head through like a, uh, like a stairwell and the kid ends up falling through the stairwell, and the mom catches it. Oh by the yeah, leg. yeah, yeah. There was like I think it, there was no I rail. Felt it was like that. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. like it. It looks like it was supposed to be glass or something, and there was nothing there. Yeah, yeah. I follow this Reddit thread called Dad Reflexes, and it's great because oh, I got to check that out because they do they do dad re- actual dad reflexes, and then they also post stuff that's like dads are super slow. Like they yeah. like they don't quite catch them. Like the dad fine. is such a great Instagram account. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm a one. big fan of that. It's great. It's hilarious too. Um, actually, okay, I got I got one more thing that we I kind of want to talk about before we <laughs> okay. wrap up. Okay. Okay. And it's it's also an Instagram account. My favorite Instagram account ever are like the conspiracy theory Instagram accounts. Okay. Do you follow any of them? No. You have to be more specific. Just any anything that's just all about conspiracy theories. Like, is there an account like? Jet fuel doesn't melt spilled steel beams dot Instagram or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they just believe in everything. It's like I was following a bunch of people that were like posting about when that raid area 51 thing was a thing. So I, I follow one called conspiracy theories, one called conspiracy society, <laughs> one called tales of conspiracy, <laughs> one called submit conspiracy theories and one called conspiracy theory man okay okay have you submitted any conspiracies no i just okay. so here's the thing i don't believe in conspiracy theories because a lot of them are pretty far fetched like okay. they kind of lose me at some point when people are like saying that they're like crisis actors for like shootings and stuff like oh that. Like, yeah i'm not a fan of it that it gets dark like, yeah there's there's a big difference between saying that the moon landing was a hoax or that the earth is flat or and the earth is flat and saying that you know making up whatever versus like stony brook was could, an inside yes, job yes yeah, yes yes you. i'm not a fan you. of that yeah but what i am a fan of is some of people are just so desperate to cling on to like anything being a conspiracy theory and the, the government's out to get us and all this stuff these are the most skeptical people in the world Unless you present it as a conspiracy theory, then they buy it all. <laughs> I okay. So there's a conspiracy theory that I full on 100 percent buy. Okay, and that is that Genie Bus did not fire Magic Johnson. That they agreed well, to every part sports ways. conspiracy theory yeah. is real, and that's oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, 100. Yeah. percent That's I believe all sports conspiracies. So if you have a sports conspiracy, hit us at SB After Hours because I want to hear these takes. They're all so fun, and they're all so great. Okay, so here's here's my favorite all-time conspiracy theory okay. that I got, okay? Is whether the United States super weapon, and this is the United States government. Okay. I live in Europe and believe the United States government has the power to control weather. Their country has faced oh, disasters yeah. such as the wildfires in California, devastating tornadoes that swept across the Midwest. This makes me think that the U.S. is creating a secret weapon that can summon a natural disaster at any time. These are just tests for something bigger. And you go through the comments and it's like, oh, that explains a lot. (laughs) Totally plausible. Yep, we are using our own technology to literally wipe out our own population. (laughs) Okay, let me me counter with this, Zach. Do you remember back in 2000 and I want to say maybe four or something, there was a tornado 
in Utah. Do you remember that? It was like 2000. It was 1999. Oh, was it that long ago? Yeah. Okay. So there was a tornado in Salt Lake City, and it only damaged like one building. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, the one in 99 did a lot of damage. It was like one area of Salt Lake City. Were there more than one? No. So there was the, yeah, there was the 1999 tornado. 1999, okay. Let's see what exactly it damaged here. A tornado hit Magna in 1965, according to Wikipedia. Oh. Okay, it was like a crane fell down, a part of the Delta Center came off, and a bunch of trees got ripped out. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, but it's like, was the government trying to shut down the jazz? <laughs> <laughs> that That's too much for me. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'll have to check those out. It did $172 million worth of damage. Yeah, because the crane that fell down like hit the conference center or something. Yeah, but still, that's a lot of damage. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that I don't know if that's adjusting for inflation. Like, I mean, that was 1999. That was 20 years ago. We're going to get a bunch of tweets from people from, like, Nebraska that yeah. are like, yeah, that's not a ton of damage. Well, here's the thing. Is it's according, I'm getting this all from Wikipedia. Okay? Okay. This was the first major tornado to occur in a major urban area's downtown district and strike buildings of nearly 500 feet tall, according to Bill Alder of the National Weather Service. Bum, bum, bum! So... There you have it. This kind of makes me excited because it's a, it's October. At the end of this month is one of my favorite holidays of all time. Matt Glade's birthday. Matt Glade's birthday. Yes. Which is also on Halloween. Um, and I don't know, man. Last year we talked ghost stories with a bunch of people. Um, little conspiracy stories with a bunch of people. Um, I think we should bring it back. We're going to do yeah. a, ghost, a ghost story roundtable. Let's do it. And throw in some conspiracy theories. We might just read more from this page (laughs) because, seriously, it's gold. Like, the fact that these people are so skeptical of everything. The government's out to get us. Yeah, yeah. 9-11 was an inside job. But the fact that, you know, the United States government controls Controls weather. Okay, so let me tell you. Okay, this is kind of. In 2014, I worked in the Sky Club. If you don't know what the Sky Club is, it's like Delta's Lounge here in Salt Lake City. So if you're flying, it's like the fancy lounge. You get free drinks and food and whatever. So I I worked up there. And this guy came in, and I was chatting with him. And I'm like, dude, this guy's famous because I know him from somewhere. I just don't know what. And turns out he was on a show on the WB or the CW about vampires. Oh, my gosh. What's the name of that show? Um, New Dawn. No, it wasn't any of the Twilight movies. Vampire Diaries. That I think that's it. Okay. So his name's like Ian something. So I don't know if you have the cast list on there, but it's like Ian. I don't know if that's his first name or his last Ian name. Ian Summerhalder. That guy. Okay. This dude's nuts. Out of nowhere, he started talking to me about how the government runs these jets in the sky. 
and they create something called chemtrails. Have you heard yeah, of this? Yeah, yeah. I've totally, I've totally heard about chemtrails. Okay. Oh, dude. yeah. You follow yeah. these accounts. Yeah. He said that the chemtrails are evidence that the government is trying to control the weather and that controlling the weather is going to be a super weapon for the he, – he believes this stuff is basically what, I, what I'm saying. I don't have any evidence of this. I didn't record it. But this is a first-hand account of this guy believing this conspiracy. Can I tell you something? If I was famous, I would just totally make up the craziest conspiracy theories <laughs> and, like, tell people that I believe them. And then all these people, like, word gets around that I'm crazy, and then everyone leaves me alone. Oh, that's a great idea. So maybe that's what he was really doing. That could be true. There's all, And that's the other thing with these conspiracy theorists. There's always a second purpose to I'd, them agenda. doing this thing. There's an agenda. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. Well, um, I think our agenda's up for tonight. Yep. Uh, so let's put a bow on this bad boy and, uh, we'll be back next week. Yep. Let's put a bow on this very flat podcast that couldn't possibly be around. I am your host, Hemahimuli Jr. Thanks for listening to Sportsbeat After Hours. He's Zach Hicken. He's from Canada. Can you really believe what he says? Good night, everybody. Is it really night or is this all just a simulation? (laughs) 